Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It looks like Canada's pot sector is going up in smoke in the new year. Not the Cheech and Chong kind of fun way. Uh, It's really kind of over issues like supply, the sinking prices. We've got too few stores and it's shut down a whole slew of producers. And we're not just talking the small ones. We're talking about some big names. They just can't raise the capital in a sector that uh, seems to have far more roadblocks than I think many anticipated. And at first, you know, we had these stories that there was no product and not enough storefronts. Well, now there's too much product, but the prices are dropping off. People are sticking with the black market. And the province of Ontario has been a big problem jamming up the supply chain. I don't think this spells the end, but it certainly will be a volatile volatile year in the pot business. I want to bring Norm Levine into this conversation, the Managing Director of Portfolio Management. Hello there, sir. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Alex. Unless you're in the pot business. Um, (laughs) You know, this is one of those industries that everyone was talking about, the promise and the glory, and it was going to be fantastic. We we talked about it on the radio before, you remember. Yeah, and I I watch you post stuff about it, and the stories and the headlines in the last year have not been great, but the warnings for the new year are even worse. Right, well, this was an industry that came out of nowhere, and uh, everybody had... uh, amazing prophecies about how big it's going to be and how it's going to be easy money to be made. And everybody and their grandmother got into the business, a lot of shady characters and a lot of companies undercapitalized. And they got in, it was like Alex in 1998, 1999, when somebody told you their grandson or their cousin was putting together this dot-com company and, People were throwing money at it, giving it a valuation of a billion dollars when there was a concept and no nothing behind it. And this isn't any different. There were far too many companies that got licenses that said they were going to be producers, and there wasn't the the demand behind it to to sustain it. And the valuations got absolutely stupid, and these companies raised all kinds of money at ridiculous valuations and then used their stock to buy other companies at ridiculous valuations. And then it all pretty much came to an end the day cannabis became actually legal, and the stocks generally all have been falling ever since that day, some before, some of it after, but generally since that day. And as you said, uh, at first there wasn't enough supply. Now there's oversupply. There hasn't been enough retail. Uh, Quebec just raised their age on January the 1st to 21 from 18. That's not going to stop demand. That's just going to send it underground again to the black market. And black market quality, I, I don't use the stuff, but I'm told black market quality is much better than what's being sold in stores. And the pricing is, is much less. And the, the estimates were uh, people were going to be smoking enough of this stuff to be high 24 hours a day for the whole population. It, none of it None of it made sense, and then it 
it attracted big players like uh, Canopy Growth, who's the biggest player, got $5 billion from Constellation Brands in the U.S., and that's been a disaster for Constellation. Now, Constellation, for those of your listeners who don't know, is uh, one of the biggest. It was big in the wine business, but big in beer beer business in the U.S., bringing in Mexican brands and that. And they were looking at the beverage market. Well, beverages might – nobody has a beverage that anybody's buying yet, and mm-hmm. the taste is only so. So apparently it's like 2% of the market. So they've – Loan all kinds of money, and and Altria, who's uh, the old Philip Morris, uh, put tons of money into a, another company, uh, uh, Molson, and got money from people, and it's all blown money. There's nothing to show for it. Will Ontario, you know, opening up more stores, uh, retail fronts, you know, in the next, uh, they say they're going to kind of all forward, they're going to open a couple of hundred stores. Does that change it? Does that, you know, free up? It, the... it, hel- it helps some. It's going to have more, you know, more, more outlets for the supply. But so far, the usage hasn't really changed. Some of the money, some of the uh, demand has moved from the black market to the uh, to the retail stores, but overall demand hasn't exploded like everybody thought it would. And now they're counting counting on what they call cannabis 2.0, which will be drinks and edibles and all kinds of other things. But nobody knows whether they're really going to be big demand for them or not. The other problem, Alex, is there isn't a single company that has a brand's worth worth anything. If you're going right. to be Constellation and spend $5 billion, you better be buying a brand. And they didn't. Nobody has a brand that uh, anybody pays up for, that's in demand, that's got any great value. And when you look at the great consumer product companies out there, they're all valued on their brands. These guys are a bunch of farmers, literally, and they're hoping that people will start demanding their brand, but it's not there yet. So you have no idea who's going to be a winner, who's going to go out of business, who's going to be a marginal player. And none of the companies, well, somebody will say, oh, there's this company or that, maybe one or two companies are actually profitable right now. But most of the big players are not profitable and can't tell you when they will be profitable. Right, you know, look. If, That's if the not pro- a winning scenario as an investor. No, it is not, and I would think that a lot of guys like you are not recommending pot stocks to your clients. I mean, but f- who loses it's money on pot? It's far too early, Alex. Yeah. Like, I'll go out and buy Diageo, the biggest liquor company. I may go buy a beer stock. I may go buy a tobacco stock uh, or a casino stock. These are all what you call sin stocks, but they have brands, they have sales, they have earnings that you can predict. None of that exists in the pot sector yet. Right way too early. There will be a time when this will be investable, but I don't believe we're anywhere near it yet. Well, you know, Ontario lost $42 million on pot, which is unheard of. How do you lose money on pot? How do you lose money selling weed i don't know well the black market's not there there therein lies a part of the problem or a big part of the problem just before i let you go norm so what do you anticipate this year are we going to see just kind of a clear cut of, of, of most of the companies the big ones will gobble up the the small ones what do you see this i'm not coming? sure all the big ones are going to be survivors either but you're going to get a lot of companies going out of business and unlike the old like a year ago when they were using their funny money stock price to to make acquisitions they're going to be bailing people some of them are going to be used. The ones that have some cash will be uh, 
uh, going in there as vultures and picking up, uh, say, some production that they may want, or, or maybe there'll be a brand somebody will want. But it's not going to be a pretty picture that way, I don't think. Well, all right, stay tuned. Norm, thank you very much. Appreciate you joining us. My pleasure, Alex. There you go. You heard it from Norm's mouth. Uh, I'd be waiting to buy the stock. Everyone thought, oh, I'm going to get rich. Let's buy this pot stock. And it, didn't, it didn't turn out. So we'll see what the uh, future brings in the pot world. Uh, Norm Levine, of course, is a managing director over at Portfolio Management. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 